are we idiots? Or does this movie make no sense whatsoever? I mean, the answer to both could be yes. Jamie? Yeah? Let's go watch Tough Guys Don't Dance. Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We are an 80s movie podcast where every other week we watch something that resembles a movie and then we talk about it. A message. It's a message from the 80s that we're here to decipher. Yeah. Put in the form of... of, of uh, I mean, this is a movie comedy mystery. in that stuff was put on film and stitched together and released into and a theater. And there's actors in it. <laughs> Who's the one actress that plays the... She's famous or she's somebody, right? The one actress that plays the one character. <laughs> you know who I mean. You mean Isabella Not Rossellini? Not Patty Lorraine? You know, oh, well, Isabella Rossellini. That's another thing. Isabella Rossellini. 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 Is, uh, she's in this, which is a delight because... <laughs> She, she does. I like the idea of just being like, hey, you know something? She's in this. And I had the same thought was I saw her name in the beginning and I forgot that she was in it until I went, oh, she's in this. And then for long stretches, I kind of still forgot she was in this. Yeah, but then she comes back in just to be like, that's right, $2 million. Yes. It's ours. I assume they, had her, like I assume they had her for an afternoon or two. And then she was like, you know what? I love how you schedule their, their afternoon. I am delivering the rest of my dialogue over the phone. Okay. Like that's <laughs> about it. No, I think she too. I think she was in on, you know, she's, she's oh. foreign. She's Italian. She was in on the little, the what's going on beneath the surface in this movie. Cause there's, there's a message. Uh, did you read anything about the, the. No. Okay. It was, no, I didn't. I there was so much to take in in just the watching of it. I didn't need to boggle my brain with what happened when it was made. Nothing was as crazy as I thought it was going to be. Like, no, because they think reading, they did a great job, and they exactly. They, guess, yeah. That's what I was amazed by. So, mm -hmm. so okay. So we're here. We're talking about tough guys don't dance from 1987, and this yep. movie is like a famous bad movie like famously and i i never saw because of that i was like this is it's supposed to be horrible i have no desire to see it and i will mm -hmm. watch bad movies and kind of enjoy them i steered clear of this for years decades until i had to watch it for this until and i really feel like i've been missing out well it's this podcast that can bring you so much joy sometimes well, yeah. and sometimes in these little undercover ways yeah this this lives up to um, the name itself, right? Which is titular. The, we say it within the first 20 minutes of the movie, right? Yeah. Tough guys don't dance. I, it, may, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. This. It, sure okay. it does. You didn't see what the analogy within that? No, go ahead. So, Please okay. explain it to me. Please well, wait, explain this movie to me like I'm five and I've no, never really seen no, a movie. No, because that I can't do. I, oh, because okay. as a whole movie, I can't. But certain things about this movie, like perhaps its title, I think I'm 
kind of getting like a a uh-huh. grasp of. You know how like really good cake is like the layer cake, right? And sometimes you get the bite of just the bottom part. And sometimes you get the bite of like the top part with that's thick on the icing. That's my favorite. Sure. And then there's the part with the actual layer and the ice cream. You know what I mean? Like, or not uh-huh. ice cream, uh, icing. I mean, if it's an ice cream cake, sure. Sure. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> but, but. So there's all these different layers of the cakes. Sometimes uh-huh. it's just the cake part. Sometimes it's the icing in the cake. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's the layer icing in the cake. <laughs> what, wait, what, wait, what What was happening? What were you trying to say? And also at the end of the episode, you can hear Jamie's sandwich analysis of this movie, which actually made more sense than this cake one. Wait, the cake was just about the title? <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, this, is, this is written and directed by Norman Mailer. And I, so doing a little bit of research. Which you did. As you said, most people thought they were really doing something here. And they didn't understand why people didn't like it. And then when it got released, everybody laughed at it. And then Norman Mailer turned around and went, oh, uh, yeah, the, it's, uh, it's supposed, supposed to be, to be funny. Company. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Canon, the company that distributed this, was like, no, no, no. All our promotional materials say that this is a serious drama. What are you doing? So the whole thing tanked and the critics thought it was awful. But yeah, reading interviews with the cast, most of them really enjoyed the work that they did. And the one lady, I don't know her name. Who's the, the one who's that played the, Patty Lorraine? Oh, no, the no, other the, the older lady who used yeah, to be Yeah, she was porn. somebody. Well, yeah. she, was, she was Kate Winslet's mom in Titanic. That's what she was. Yeah. So... I read an interview with her where somebody was like, so like improv, you guys like were allowed to improv. She's like, no, Norman Mailer wrote it and he directed it. She's like, the words were perfect. Like, what? Had to do it. Yes. She's, like, she's like, they normally let you improv if the dialogue isn't great. But she's like, everything was amazing. So we just read the lines. Wow. As is. And then I read an interview Whoa. with Wings Hauser where Wings Hauser he one time on set tried to punch Norman Mailer. He said he hated him so much. He hated delivering the dialogue. He hated being in this movie. Yeah. So wow. he really had a hard time with this. But everybody else is like, oh, no, no, this was a real important work of art. Well, let's find out why they might have thought some of those things. Yeah, let's, let's try let's... our best. If, like, <clears throat> Doug is highly recommending, without giving too much away, that everyone, if you haven't seen it, just stop, pause, see this. Yeah, I Um, would. And if you can't make it through, listen, if you can't make it through the opening conversation between Ryan O'Neill and Lawrence Tierney, turn it off. This is not for you. But if two people... There were times in this movie where it seemed like an exercise. Like, you would go into a... I don't know, creative writing class. And you just be like, you tell all the students to just write down a sentence, just a line of dialogue that mm-hmm. they think is interesting, given no hints or, or like not even just giving them a prompt or anything, just being like, write whatever's in your head. And then you just pull them out of a hat. <sighs> That's what this felt like. Characters are talking to each other, but I don't, it seemed like nobody was listening. To like what the a other weird person was Mad saying. Libs dialogue yeah. or Mad something. Mad Libs, thank you. That was, boy, 
I should have just said Mad Libs. That's okay. I was there for it. Making sandwiches and layering cakes the whole way. It's all, it's all good. It's really just like a writer being like, listen, I'm, I know prose and I'm going to show off and yeah. none of this has to make well, sense. Some of, there are some great, and I hope you caught them because I didn't. There are some really fun little one-liners and just just lines even. You sent me the one, the filthy one about the the pussy made of gold or something like that <laughs> about her crotch made of whatever. There there's some some of them are filthy, some of them are clever, some of them again. It's one of those where you want to have your yeah. your closed caption on so you can actually pick up a little more on what the, is being said because. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where some of the that's where some of the sauce is, if you ask yeah. me. Yes, um, exactly. And, and we're just gonna do food analogies for me throughout this whole thing. I'm not fasting or anything. I'm just I'm not even hungry. I just feel very connected <laughs> to food and this movie. I guess I don't know. In a, in a movie where I don't think anybody eats there, anything. I don't think they I don't eat. Think no, I don't even think any. they're even having a burger or fries. Nothing. These so much of what happens in this movie could be diffused if these people just stop drinking for like a day and a half or something. Yeah, like they do the amount of alcohol and cocaine. Let's not forget yes. the cocaine benders we go on. The whole one of the things is all about. Okay, all right. So let's get into yeah. it because we're we're, oh, we're let's, sprinkling yeah, let's some 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 info about. All right. So the beginning, right the opening. Are these really beautiful shots of this? They established the hell coast. out of this town. The whole it's and I was watching it and first I'm like this. All right, this is groovy. I dig this vibe. Mm-hmm. It's like a north. It's like a, a northeastern coastal town, like somewhere mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I think um, I saw Mystic Pizza on the corner. Yeah, <laughs> but it's lovely. It's these lighthouse shots and foggy beach and mm-hmm. and very quiet beachy town. And I like want to live there. And like for the first few minutes, I'm like this is nice. And then I'm like this is never ending. This is quite the setup for like it's the whole chill credits. town. Yeah, it's one of those old. I hate to say old movies because this is late '80s, but in old movies they would front load with all the credits at the beginning, and that's what this yeah. movie does. And yeah. we see this entire, like you said, coastal town, but it's like out of season, so everything's shut down. Yeah, yeah. But we really get a sense of this place, but also no, it is a ghost town. There's yeah. nobody on the streets, no. nobody anywhere. When he pulls up to that house it clearly looked like a house and went inside and it's a bar and there's just no oh, yeah. one yeah. but the bartender there it's like oh yeah i've been i've been to places like this in jersey like off season where you're just like this is kind of sad and depressing. No, i see i uh, no. i don't find it sad and depressing i was like i could i could hang out here sure what, what's gonna what adventures are we gonna have here that was setting me up beautifully for like this ah like the oh, first 30 it minutes sets of you this up for movie, the movie that is not going not, to follow. Not going to follow. The first 30, <laughs> 20 to 30 minutes set you up for one kind of movie, and then you take a sharp turn, and then the rest of the time you're just blindly walking through yeah. these halls of chaos. Really, chaos. Halls of chaos. That is That should have been, that should have been the, the tagline for this movie. For this yeah. movie. Yeah. Tough guys don't dance, colon, halls of chaos. Yeah, in these halls of chaos here. That's a song if I was a rapper that I would make up if I was Mario Vampa, but we're not doing that movie now. Anyway, so after we get this beautiful view of this coastal town, they we are in... Um, I came in with nothing prepared. I mean, I did see Tough Guys Don't Dance last <laughs> night, so I'll just rap about that. Is that okay? <laughs> I mean, it's mainly... The song's just mainly about the coastal town, but, you know, it, it, it was a great opening credit sequence. <laughs> 
right. Enough of that rap. All right. Whose beach house is this now? Because we're on this beach house, in this beach house, that I assume belonged to Patty Lorraine at one time? Yeah, I'm I'm assuming. (laughs) For Patty Lorraine and her husband? This movie makes such a big deal out of money, and I don't know who has money and who doesn't in this movie. Who buys that house at the end? Is Isabella, Isabella Rosalini Rosalini but she found her two million dollars that her cop husband had hiding. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, from the also drug this movie deal, I guess. is told entirely through flashbacks. Sometimes there's a flashback within a flashback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's again why it's a little dizzying. Oh my but God. first we're in a present yeah. day situation. We are in a bathroom and there's a countdown that we see throughout the movie happening a shaving cream countdown on the bathroom mirror with a guy who looks like he's maybe had better days and i think it's 23 it's 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 up there it's almost it's a in, month it's in the 20s yeah what is he counting down the amount of days that petty lorraine's been gone so he's counting up, up. so it's, it's a yes, count it's going up, up. the yeah. days that yes and he does this by sp- spraying Shaving cream on the mirror that he is then, I guess, going to use to look at his reflection. He doesn't write something on a post-it note or something like that. It's shaving cream on a mirror. Also, he just kind of wipes it away every day and then sprays it back on. Mm -hmm. Doesn't clean it. I know he's down on himself because Patty Lorraine, as we see, is an amazing person. (laughs) Who wouldn't want to be with Patty Lorraine? Lorraine's a little slutty, but I'm just saying. You think? I'm not judging. Patty Lorraine can no. be all she wants to be. She's she's a woman with two first names. It's lovely. Um, she's a woman who jumps around so much. I'd be like, I don't, I wouldn't feel that Patty Lorraine would be faithful to me. Like, <laughs> even if I was, I don't know that I could convince myself of that. Well, like love is a was, hard thing. And that is what's happening here. We have a heartbroken okay. man. Yes. And um, his dad has there's arrived. There's a there's a sound. There's a tea kettle boiling, and but there's no tea to be had because I think they just get straight to whiskey. Maybe he was boiling the whiskey. I can't believe it. There's a tea kettle. Mm-hmm. You hear a whistle of a tea kettle. Mm-hmm. He grabs a crowbar as though an intruder has would make himself a cup of tea. Yeah, tea. <laughs> yeah. But he sees that it's Lawrence Tierney. Mm-hmm. His father yes who has cancer yes and that's why he's bald <laughs> no yes yes but the cancer was gone and now it's back um and he has an indeterminate prognosis diagnosis he, yeah yeah and so he's come to sort of make amends with his son right he's recently out of jail yes yes when was he why was he in jail when um, was he in jail? Um, I think he was in the same penitentiary <laughs> that our rapping star was in for an unknown offense. No, we do know what it was. It was he hit someone, right? Well, similar. He got in some kind of like altercation, right? And that's he why hurt he somebody was in real, jail. but he hurt somebody permanently, probably. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stop thinking about rapping. Um, but, for yeah, those so of you, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Later in this movie, we mm-hmm. get a flash. It's the most brief flashback of him in jail. Yeah. But it's a flashback within a flashback. So I don't know when that happened. But it must be, his dad must not have seen him in a very long time. Uh, yes. Yes. That's the feeling I get. Okay. Um, right. And the dad 
What does the dad tell him? Hang around and I'll make a cocksucker out of you? What is that line from? I wrote that down. <laughs> Jamie, these, these aren't, it doesn't matter. Anybody okay. could have said that. Anyone could have said that line in this movie at any point to any other character. I, well, I think the dad might say it to the son in this very heartwarming uh, scene. <laughs> There's a lot of like conversation where Ryan O'Neill's like, you always thought. I might turn out to be gay. Oh, yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, like, yeah. hey, your mom, she really spoiled you, and I wasn't sure you were a baby. And he's like, I did all the time in, in prison for this, and I never bent over for one guy once. That's and right, I was like, that's why right. is, I feel that's... so uncomfortable right out of the gate with this movie. But we're, we're getting to the heart of things, you know? We're a father and son that don't hold back on each other. Yeah. Essentially. Did you notice that he lives... This house is on the beach, on the beach. And then inside, he has giant paintings of the beach on the yeah, walls. Yeah, all of over the walls, house. yeah. It's just to make sure you know this is the beach house. We're establishing right, yeah, this is the yeah. beach house. This is not a set that we built. We're actually in the house. We are at the beach house. So you mentioned the, the dad having cancer and having, I think he went through treatment. And now, like you said, he's done with the treatment. But he gives us a little story and also drops the gem of the titular line down in our lap. sure does where he talks about I think it's getting treatment from the nurses and whatnot, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And 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 I thought he was getting better and the nurses said something like, Boy, there's a real spring in your step. You seem like you could dance. And that's when he says, the tough guys don't dance. The spirits are all around him now. Yeah. Are you reading this? Or are you just no, making this I, up? Cause no, that's okay. what he says. That's okay. what he says. Right. Tough guys don't dance. There's something about the spirits being around him and yeah, so here we go, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> here look we at this go. dad dropping this, like, he's like a foul mouth, he reminded me of my own dad, like, this foul mouth dad that sure. also drops this, like, beautiful, like, wisdom down of, like, yeah, tough guys don't dance, what's happening here, and the dad is wants to make things up to him, so he doesn't quite know what's going on right now with his son, but he's telling him, basically, like, again, no holds barred relationship. You look like shit. What is what is going on? And talks, they have a conversation. Um, Do you remember, like, in, in your life, like, just interactions with your dad, do you remember at what point he told you that he had to deep six two heads? <laughs> That's a term they use three times. Thrice they say it. Like the one time wasn't enough. Three times, yes. Three times. Then after he does it, he comes back and he's like, I just had to deep six two heads. And Ryan O'Neill's like, what happened? And I was like, Ryan O'Neill, you were in that conversation. You're the one that told him to. Yes. Yeah. You asked your dying father to dispose of bodies and now you're not sure what he just did. And not the bodies, the heads that were where he keeps his weed stash. His weed stash. <laughs> I expected I it a was grow like area. Of, that's what I thought we were going to. I thought we were going to like a weed farm. And he's like, "All right, I got to move my stash." And he goes like under. Anyway, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. There's a head in a bag, folks. There's a head in a bag when he goes yeah. to move his stash. But we're not there yet. Yeah. We're no, on we're this there. very maybe touching moments beginning moments of this movie of this father and son and you're like all right these two are a little wild cards they're a little crazy but Mm -hmm. but i'm into this and the the one dude the son has clearly gotten himself in the trouble and the dad is maybe going to help him out with some really kind of unique advice we'll say unique advice right what is it we talk about uh we talk about a crazy summer 
filled with cocaine and uh, caviar. Yeah, so, oh, wait, yes, we talked so, about a crazy yeah, summer. So basically, Ryan O'Neill's Ryan O'Neill's like, Dad, yeah. listen, I got to tell you what happened this summer because it's crazy. Like, first of all, his wife, who is not never referred to as his wife, Patty Lorraine is gone, and yes. so his dad's like, "Where's Patty Lorraine?" And he's like, well, you never liked her anyway, whatever. So now he has to tell well, him the story. Well, and they make mention you never liked her and you liked the other one, the Italian one. Yeah. So we know there was another woman, right? Yeah. So now he has so to tell his dad. So now we are, we're into a flashback that probably goes on for the first half of the movie. The party flashback? No, no. Just this, just him telling his dad what's going on. Oh, right. right until right. we, until we get up to the moment where he hears a tea kettle and walks into the oh, kitchen right, again. Oh, right, because we get all, we come yes. full circle right back to that. We do. We do, which is another moment in the movie where you're like, this movie really is trying to do something because it's bringing it's all trying. the things back yeah. around. From the story that he's retelling, the flashback we get to the party is truly like an 80s party where there's literally coke and caviar on the table i mean oh. i assume i didn't party i wasn't of age to party like this in the 80s and um caviar and cocaine and a fancy it's not the beach house is this the beach house <laughs> yeah everybody's it's the beach dressed house. like they're on miami vice like yes it, it lots really, of shoulder pads yes lots of yeah very yeah. cliche but there's mm-hmm. a big party going on how about the one lady that here's the answers the door naked like, there's my boyfriend and just takes her clothes off in the middle of the party open the door again this is when again we're just early on in the movie and she's this woman takes her top off and you're like okay okay we're in this movie we're yeah. in this movie where a son a father will call his son a cocksucker and they have very open conversations about their their past and and then we're gonna see just titties coming to the door yeah and coke and caviar this is what we're in for it's an 80s movie and all in all in, in ready for go. any i thought i was ready for anything i really did and this movie this movie challenged me this movie's like oh anything because i don't think you know what i have in store for you and the movie was right i didn't no no so she answers the door and it's not is it the officer this time it is yes, the, the chief of police yeah yeah that arrives at the party. The new um, chief of police. Who's coming by just to... Just to hang out. He's like, I'm on duty. and But you know what? There's blow and there's women and there's booze. And those might be my three favorite things. So I'll hang out at this party. He tries to say he's on duty. And it's Patty Lorraine that comes to the door and says... Uh, right? It is her that yeah, says, on duty... Like, Maybe. Bullshit. Make it off duty, right? <laughs> yep. Great. Great. Uh, if you could, if you could, um, southern up that delivery by oh, yeah. three hundred percent, that it would was, be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that Patty Lorraine. She loved giving that parties. That Patty Lorraine. My my pussy hairs were were golden white when I was in high school oh, until man. until I exposed them to the football team. Wow, <laughs> Patty is, Lorraine. Wow. Yeah. Patty Lorraine. That's, that's a Patty Lorraine line right there. Filthy Incredible, because the party kind of dies out, and then it's just our two main players. It's Ryan O'Neal and, and Chiclet Teeth here hanging around talking. Well, they're not just talking. They're boozing it up, and the party's still kind of going. It's oh, not it like okay. it's died it's down. Good. It's just that these two, so Patty Lorraine, so the, what They find themselves name? in the stairwell. What is his name that plays, or? Wings Hauser. Wingshauser. Not the officer. Is that who we're talking about? The cop. No, no, not the cop. Ryan O'Neill. 
What's Ryan O'Neill's character's name? Don't, we don't, don't know. know. Okay. We well, no Ryan idea. O'Neill does not. Should we call him Tough Guy? Okay, we call him Tough Guy. <laughs> tough Guy doesn't. It's Pat. Patty Lorraine is the party animal, right? She loves to throw these things. Sure. She loves getting naked and doing the drugs. And um, they get into a tricky conversation, Tough Guy and the uh-huh. officer, um, because they just. It's like they don't see eye to eye, right? They talk about. Don't they have like? I don't know what's going on. So some tense conversation. Yeah, right? we will get into this later. But do these two? I want to ask you this question. This is a serious question, Jamie. Do these two know each other? Did they grow up together? Uh, they or something? did. They did. They because did. Okay. Later, when we find out that the officer, because well, but then it's weird because the officer says later how he's married the Italian, the Isabella right. Rossellini. Tough guy's first real love, or the one that got away, we'll say. Yeah, sure. Um, so they knew each other, but how he didn't know that they ended up being married, I don't know. Okay, because you know I mean? he knew where his weed stash was. He like, knew he's where like, his weed stash was. You better was. move your weed stash. And I was like, did they grow up in this town together? And that was like their weed place when they were in high school or something. Maybe, maybe we could get that, okay. that kind right. of deep. But he's, okay. he also says to, to Isabella Rosalini, I can't believe you married so-and-so. Of all the people, it's so, so they, they know each other. But in this very beginning meeting at this party, you're not sure. You're just, right? You're just thinking right. that oh. the officer's kind of being a dick to him. And they have a real tense back and forth, and they're drinking the whole time. Um, so, yeah, you're just establishing this awkward tension between these two. And that's um, the thing is you're not establishing anything. Like, the fact that at the end of this movie, I had to ask myself these questions, like, did they even know each other before right, that party? Right, right. You didn't establish the right isn't things. Isn't something that I should be asking when credits are rolling at the end yeah, of your movie. Yeah, no, I agree. But if you want to, like, play with that, like, if you want to play with that weird, you know, antagonistic dynamic that they have and then it's revealed that they grew up and they had a falling out or something okay fine i don't need to know that right away but i need to know it at some point yeah 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 and this this is not giving that to you this is also patty lorraine is so flirtatious this is when she makes that line that you just delivered so beautifully about her pussy hair it's great Um, because she delivers it they're sitting like on the steps on the she walks right in between them she doesn't she's like saying this to the camera. Yep. She's telling us, the audience, this. Mm-hmm. Neither of them, but they're both like, they can't take their eyes off her mm-hmm. as she walks down the steps. Like, she's really tipsy walking down these steps. Right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Well, she's a party girl, that part, Kylie Please the move seance. on from here, because, yes. Yeah, well, so we're we- moving on to the seance, right? Isn't that what's yeah. next? Oh, God. I don't... Okay, so a lot of times there are very, very short scenes. The seance is one of them. Mm-hmm. Because the seance is brought up at this party, like, we're going to have a seance tomorrow, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm going to bring your your scummy friends, Lenny and Squiggy. They're going to come <laughs> over, and they're going to be here for the seance, too. Maybe my driver will join us. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. The driver, which <laughs> the is then that amazing. background, too, that that's how they met, was that he was her driver at one time. Incredible like, that this driver, the bad guy from Half-Baked, is in this movie and delivers such a just boatloads of dialogue <laughs> and then walks out of the movie is uh-huh. it's great but we see a seance 
somebody screams. It seems yeah. to be a big deal. But these yeah. are just like quick cuts and shots. He does say to his dad, yeah, we did a seance. Oh, then there was the night of the seance, right? Um. And just listening to Lawrence Stewart be like, seance, I don't, what's, what's a seance? 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 <laughs> yep. Let's explain to Lawrence Tierney what a seance is now. And it does. It just happens. And she's ready. And she calls upon these spirits. Yeah. And the table shakes. And two people scream. She screams. And another guy screams. Which later he chases this guy down to be like, what did you see at the seance? Was that Lenny I saw what Patty Lorraine saw. I saw two heads. Or whatever. Yeah. Huh? Yes, that was one of those squeaky, one of the... I saw yes. two heads. Those are the heads that you cut off later. Like. Yeah, I, exactly. What? I think, right? Those two dudes cut They're heads the mur- off. I think so. Unless, no, unless it was the her, the second... Who's no, the rich guy? He, what's that guy's name? Worm, what, wormly? Wordly? Whatever. Because he kills her. So he doesn't cut her head off. Because he even says, like, oh, right. I told them to dispose of her body. Right, and then he's like, right. then I looked at the grave and it was too small for somebody who had a head. That's <laughs> like, what? Wait, why is everybody cutting well, don't everyone's they take heads take the decapitated off? body and isn't it in, like, a glaze? It's in or, a barrel. <laughs> in a barrel, yeah. I love it. They're like, this is how fucking sneaky we are. We're going to get away with this because check it out. Body in a barrel. Nobody will ever know. Folks, folks, if you don't understand what's going on, neither do we. The body don't worry. also appears to have been dipped in plaster or white paint or something. Yeah, they, they made it artsy. They made it artsy, I think. Yeah, they're going to start they put, like, their little art installation. Amazing. So, yeah, so basically this seance oh, prompts her seance? to leave. Does not go. Yes, the seance is reactionary to say the least. And in the next scene, um, now um, our slutty Patty Lorraine is in her like Easter best. Like oh. she's in a white dress with a white bonnet, and she is leaving. Something went horribly wrong with the seance. Yeah, we don't know what, mm-hmm. but she is leaving. Tough guy for her driver, who you mentioned. Um, yeah. To deliver some fun lines. So and cool. So cool, this guy. And I was like, I can't wait for him to come back and be part of this movie. Nope. No, Goodbye. just a little there. Just a little there. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is this? You make more money from divorce than a drug run? That's one of the tit- little bits of, bits of advice. They can't all be titular lines, Jamie. No, this wasn't titular. <laughs> okay. But what what is that? See, I'm gonna. Uh, you have to help me decipher my notes. You who says that? Ask me what these words mean, and or who said them, or when. You make more money from a divorce than a drug run. I'm assuming. Is that what the dad said to him? Maybe. I was assuming that's what Ryan O'Neill would say to Patty Lorraine because she already went through that divorce and yes, took that guy right. for a bunch right. of money. You're so right. that's probably what he was saying to her as she was leaving with the chauffeur. So that's how they got together was he was Patty Lorraine's chauffeur before and Patty Lorraine used to be married to yet another rich man and yes. stole his money in a divorce and got together with her chauffeur right. at the time, which is tough guy. And now they live this party lifestyle that was really not Really not what tough guy wanted, but this is the thing about Patty Lorraine. She's like poison. She gets in your blood system or in your system, in your blood, and you can't <laughs> shake her. That's what tough guy is basically saying, right? Yeah, that, he, that he is. And her. he's so 
he's so broken up about this. Like it's it's not just like there's a Patty Lorraine around every corner. She she really does a number on these guys. Like she's she must have something about her because I love how and and you're talking about this flashback that was that is within a flashback, so we could talk about it. Because we do see that she gets divorced from this wormly guy, wordly guy, whatever his Who name is. Who talks? Come on, do his voice. Do oh, his voice. Uh, wordly. He talks like this kind of. Uh-huh. It's always like his, his head's always to one side and he's like yeah. looking up, up in the air and <laughs> thinking about stuff. But even right after their divorce, <laughs> this guy goes up to Ryan O'Neill and he's like, I just, I just want her back. You know, I mean, I understand we just went through that divorce, but I'll get her back. The reason I want her back is you got to have Patty Lorraine to throw these amazing parties. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like he just walked out of the courtroom and he's like, hey, good divorce. But you know what? I'll get you back. You can't back. party without Patty Lorraine. You cannot. You cannot party without Patty Lorraine. That's what that's the bottom line here. Right. Oh. It's incredible. So she leaves and he's really bummed out. So he decides to go into town mm-hmm. to the local bar mm-hmm. where a very frisky older couple enters. And immediately I'm like, well, this is a swinging situation right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They ask him to join them for a drink because they're mm-hmm. the only three people at this bar. Mm-hmm. This woman her what jessica jessica her character what is she do like what direction is she given in this movie i think it's big it's loud it's over the top Mm -hmm. it's unhinged when he tells a joke which is the loosest definition of the word joke about what makes a doctor laugh cutting people up she her laugh is upsetting like unsettlingly (laughs) loud i'm not sure if they want us to just think she's so much of a free spirit that she is like you said just this crazy unhinged if she's supposed to be on some kind of drugs maybe or she they just said you know eventually we get to know that she's a porn star uh jeremy Um, listen she was in some uh x-rated movies and then she goes i mean triple x yeah. i was like thanks for the clarification lady yeah. x-rated didn't clue me in it's a triple x but so she's the man she's with like you said is an old older gentleman he's older than her and she yes. seems a little bit older than ryan right. o'neill right we, oh i do like how so she talks about her past and how she was in x-rated films but now she's in real estate in santa barbara which is pretty great because i could see that actually being a real thing that a lot of also in this movie we're jet setting we're jet setting through flashbacks we're in tampa people are in california it's it's but just briefly i'm dizzy with the flashbacks i I don't even know yeah Yeah. so then he's what's the pirate orgies we tell the tales of pirate orgies what's he starts to talk he takes them back to i guess his place or their i don't know where they are then he's telling them stories and he's like this land, this town used to be whores and pirates. Yeah, Helltown. They talk about it a lot. Hell, yeah. Helltown. But they're yeah. always they're also calling it like Peaberg or something like that from time to time. Uh-huh. And he's like, this place is haunted. Mm-hmm. And they're laughing about this. They think he's joking. But he's like, I'm not kidding. There's pirates here and they're murdering whores on the beach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I 
I assume he's really trying to... I assume the seance really got to him. So he's still thinking about pirate ghosts and stuff. Right, right. Right? Baseline, I think this man is a little bit insane. I think that's really why Patty Lorraine left. He doesn't party well, and he's a little bit crazy. But yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Or maybe this all stems from Patty Lorraine leaving. I don't know. Okay. But um, yeah, he, he, he tells them these tales of Helltown. And again, they bring up Helltown a lot. Is this when she goes down on him? Yes. <laughs> or does that happen in a different flashback? Because no, no, then we also... No, this happens. Okay. We jump a little bit forward in time where she goes down on him because he's like, I can do whatever I want to your lady and you're not going to do a thing about it. And this old guy's kind of like, I don't know. I think I might be into this. Like, you fine, do it. And then like instantly he calls yeah. her over and he has and then the next thing we know they're outside we hear the unzip like we hear the noise of unzip and i think like a penis flopping out or you something. do you hear it's whatever really a penis flop sound effect would be yep. it's imagine what, it is. what it would be like folks that's what you hear and then you see them so they're inside either i see i thought they were in the lobby's not the right word but i thought they were still in like a well, they're they're gone from the bar at this point. Yes, but they're somewhere else. But I now they're they in the parking place. lot. Now he's <laughs> having sex they, they with him. Drove, her. They drove somewhere else to have sex. But they're outside. They're and outside. Her tough guy and Jessica, the the XX rated porn star, uh-huh. is are having sex while the old man is watching, and the old man's upset. Tough guy even mentions to his dad or mentions to somebody like, yeah, I had the old guy, his, her boyfriend watching and that kind of upset nope. me because it upset him. And and because, yeah. OK, so this it's is what- awesome. This guy, <laughs> this old guy is crying and he's saying, would you let me speak? Can you <laughs> well, let me right. speak? Right. I wrote in my notes. I'm laughing because I was laughing. I was laughing so hard at this point in the movie. And after the next scene, I wrote up, I wrote down Wakes up and he's not sure how he got a tattoo. Then I wrote, this movie's incredible. Oh, my God. (laughs) And now he's waking up and he's got a big heart Madeline tattoo on his arm. (laughs) Uh, Or Madeline inside of a heart tattooed on his arm. It's amazing. It yeah. looks fresh. It looks clean. It's mm-hmm. bright. It's bold. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know where this came from. I don't. I don't even. I don't even remember coming home. Don't even know how I got here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But he immediately finds his jean jacket that has blood all over it's it. It's in the front seat of his car, and yep. it's bloodied yes. up. So he's like, shit, something went down. Something, yeah, went, something down. went Something went down, but not... Jamie, I've seen enough documentaries on, on murders and things where you burn this. Like, you burn this. We just but he saw just throws First Blood, or what was it? Not First Blood. Blood by Blood. What was that bloody movie that we watched? The Coen Brothers movie. Oh, Blood Simple. Yes. Blood Simple. We just yeah, saw was, how to dispose of it. equally stupid where he's like, I don't know, blood all over the back seat. I'll put some towels on there. Yeah, he puts it in the washing machine. He's like, oh, I'm sure this pool of blood will come out. <laughs> and then he gets a call and it's from the police officer, the chief of police saying, hey, can you come down? I have some questions about this weird old couple. Yeah. Yeah. He just wants them to come down. And no, yes. no. I thought, oh, yeah. And then once he comes down there, he starts talking to him about his weed farm. And again, yeah. the officer is really funny, too, because he's he's. I think he smokes weed 
well, he pulls a joint out of his drawer or something yeah. while he talks to him. And tough guy's like, you're going to do that here? And he's T- like, yeah, whatever. I'm the officer. I do what I want oh when God. I want. Tough right? guy's so upset about that. And I'm like, this is this is the thing that you're upset about. I've been through so much in this movie at this point, And this is the thing that's really bugging you. <laughs> there are heads. You pulled a head out of a plastic No, bag. he didn't pull the head out yet. I don't think he pulled it out yet. Oh, he he's pulled still... it out. By the time he's smoking weed in the police station he pulled the head out that's not this meeting that's later oh this is just about the weed this is this just is, him saying yeah this okay. is just him saying hey uh, some people said that you were talking to these people uh, we're not really sure where they are we're not sure what went on uh also hey psst, you know your cool weed stash in the woods yeah, you should go move that, man. He doesn't call it a weed stash in the no. woods. He calls it a weed farm, which, yes, which makes me think that this guy grows weed somewhere in like, and he's, they, they go back and forth and he's like, well, the cops are all over it or the, the state troopers are going to find it. Oh, so we got, we got to get moving. Okay. And so he goes in the woods and he's going for this like hike. And I'm like, where is his weed farm? It takes farm? forever. Like, where are we going? And then he just literally goes underneath like, a tree like the roots of a tree and there's is a hole and he digs not even that far in to be hiding a stash he just sticks his hand in a hole and pulls and, out a bag and he pulls out a bag and it's like that scene in seven what's in the box like what's in the bag and ugh, it's not weed guys it's a head a human head but he doesn't even see that i mean you know he sees the, the blonde hair and he the just blood. sees blonde hair freaks out puts it back and leaves Yes. Like, and and I don't want to overstate what you said, because if you had a weed farm in the woods of a New England town, you would have to probably walk hours to get there. It's probably smart to keep that off the main road with just a tiny hidey hole. No, <laughs> like it's you not said, a weed farm. It was like forever just to get to this. And like you said, mistakenly they don't call it's like a weed stash it's like in the in the woods he keeps his little baggie of weed because he doesn't smoke that off whatever um but no it's not a weed farm it's possibly a stash but the stash is gone been replaced by a head yep and again now this guy is like wait what why why is that first of all i was like why are you putting it back there (laughs) (laughs) But, well, he's probably like, yeah, because the cop knows about your weed stash. Don't put heads in there. Or if you find a head, put it somewhere else. You're in the middle of nowhere. Just throw it in the it. woods or just something. throw it. I don't know that you just want to throw your head. Now the you head's open. You grab it by the hair and you just, like a shot put, you just toss it as far as you can. All right, let's see. A flashback. Sam, uh, oh, blowjob. What's oh, happening? Fla- okay, these are your notes? Holy shit. Okay, <laughs> you're yeah. doing amazing, actually. Am I? Yeah. Then he drives to someone's trailer house to talk to, he drives to, Yeah. Can Did I? We can it? we talk about this one scene? Because it's so bizarre. He well, goes back to his house. Are. Yeah, he goes back to his house after he finds his head. Someone comes to the door. Mm. He opens the door. There's a guy there oh, who's like, right. "Hey, listen, I'm the widow's walk manager, whatever this guy's job is." Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. like, "There was a couple. I saw you with them, and their car's been parked like in the parking lot for several days. Do you know where they are?" The interaction and the look of pure terror and shock on this guy's face i was ready for ryan o'neill to turn around to reveal like he had blood all over his face and his body yeah no it's just a stilted uncomfortable 
weird conversation that mm-hmm. means nothing mm-hmm. and goes nowhere, but Mm-mm. was left in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's to wow. let him know that some people are coming on to the fact that this couple has gone missing and linking him there. But like you said, the guy's reaction, the, the whole interaction is becomes pointless. Because yeah. then the guy just sort of accepts the answer of like, yeah, yep. I don't know where they were. I don't know them. And it's like, well, okay. I mean, I was just checking. Uh, so I right. just thought you might have some idea. Yeah. And then later the cop calls. And he's like, this Widow's Walk guy is really giving me a lot of shit about this car. Yeah, Can you yeah. do something? But you wouldn't so, know it. So you were getting to the point where he goes and he visits his good buddies, Lenny and Squiggy, and they're like, shithole crack den mm-hmm. i love that he's friends with these people like the fact that patty lorraine seemed to be some sort of high society type who's thrown these amazing coke parties with with the the elites who drove up from manhattan or something and these guys are like their but best it, friends like and then town. are these guys the the drug dealers is this where they get this stuff ID, idk i don't know they're having a huge meeting later with wordly oh, for some right. reason yeah I think they're so. I think they're brothers. The one guy oh. we recognize from the seance, and the, yeah. that's one of the reasons why tough guy is there. It is to say, like, what did you see at that seance? Because I, she's been gone for so many days. She left after the seance. What happened at the seance that she saw that made her go? And he says she saw. I saw exactly what she saw. I saw. She, I think he does. He tell her. He says I saw Patty dead with her mm. head cut off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All, all the while they're laughing and ryan o'neill's like oh yeah while i'm here um where did i get this tattoo and the one guy's like oh i gave that to you dude yeah well this guy this well, guy this guy <laughs> is this is this the guy who spoiler kills his dog come on I was oh, not prepared yeah. for that scene in you this movie. You didn't want that. You didn't want no. that. Yeah. It helped that the dog looked just like a stuffed animal. Yeah, it looked, <laughs> it looked very much not it real. awful. Yeah, yeah. No, I that, forgot I didn't shut that door Is that the away. ghost of Patty Lorraine coming in? <laughs> Patty Lorraine, is that you? I don't want to do your coke, Patty Lorraine. Um, well, he he. this guy, this tattoo artist, yeah, goes cool. on about... It looks pretty good. <laughs> It does. I mean, it's just a heart, really. But he goes on about how wasted he was when he got the tattoo and that he would barely remember because he's like, I don't remember getting it. And what is it? And he was like, and you were talking about, you know, how much you loved Madeline or Madeline. Is that what he's got tattooed on his Madeline? Yes. And he wanted it tattooed on his head. And the guy's like, man, I should have done it. I should have tattooed that on your head. That would have been really funny. Good thing we're best friends. And I was looking out for it, I guess. I don't know. What's Mm -hmm. this? Oh, what was this? What was this? Go ahead. What's the letter from the pocket that they read? The okay. cop reads it. Is this from oh, Jessica, so the porn star's husband, saying yes, he's gay exactly. or something? Yes, okay. because they they come to the conclusion that this guy, the older guy, the, can you let me talk? Can I say something mm-hmm. while you're having sex with my wife? He must have killed himself because they find a letter revealing that he's gay. Yes. Because he's writing a letter to another man That's about how it great it is to be married to a woman. <laughs> also, who wrote this note? 
I don't know. It was like, was this planted? Do you? Do it was you definitely a, a plant. I think I the cop feeling, wrote it. I have a feeling the cop wrote it because yeah. he is. He's having so much fun reading this, and he's counting on his fingers. And I was like, is he counting all the proof in this letter that this man's gay? <laughs> he counts as he reads. He gets to five, and is very excited about that. Like, that's enough evidence right there. There's five pieces. But, but the thing that I don't understand is he's still, like, really on tough guy about this. And I'm like, well, wait, you're telling tough guy that this guy killed himself. So why are you giving him such a hard time? Because in the end, they are trying to just frame tough guy. No, no, I know. Right? <laughs> no, I, yeah. Okay. I guess. I don't know. Are there bodies in Tough Guy's basement? That's Is what that he what said. he's telling That's his dad? That's what he tells his dad, yeah. So he makes this man not just... Because when we're watching his dad dispose of these heads, he's dumping a lot in that ocean. Yeah, there's he a lot made, of pieces. He made this man this cancer patient. But yes, he did make his father, the cancer patient, dispose of very several pieces of bodies. Okay. What did he... Yeah, yeah. So during this conversation, also, this is where we find out, or this is where... Tough guy finds out that Wingshauser is now married the cop, to yes. Isabella Rossellini. Who is Madeline, the tattoo and name. finally shows up in a flashback within a flashback in Wait, this movie. This is Possibly important within too. another flashback. So he says that he's he like rubs it in. Yeah. Like I married yeah, and look who I married, Madeline. She's my wife, and shows like a wallet picture. And also shows two boys and uh, says a, they have kids together. Oh, God, together. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah. Which is so awesome. Uh-huh. Like, it's just the pettiness, I have mm-hmm. to say, of Wingshauser is really something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not only did I marry your wife, but also I have kids with her. Yeah, How does that make you kids. feel, huh? Well, because we find out later that tough no, guy. not later. Because we're within that flashback oh, is that now. what's happening? Because oh, now that's it's right. revealed. This is where I wrote in all caps in my notes, he's a writer? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Our main protagonist, the person we've been spending this 45 minutes with. Didn't know what he did. It's now revealed that he's a mm-hmm. writer. But his writing appears to just be soliciting other couples to have sex with. <laughs> Well, when they're hardened out, I think, because he's still... Okay, so he. this is a cute little relationship, that beginnings of a relationship, right? He and Isabella Rosalini, when they moved to New York together and all that? All right. Yeah. So he and Madeline, or Maryland, where do they live? Madeline. Oh, oh sorry. No, oh. Maryland. Right? I, I wrote down Maryland, but they... Okay, it, it so he has matter. this flashback where he's a, a struggling writer, right? Because yeah. he's also a bartender, and he, he meets... Isabella Rosalini, aka yes. Madeline, and we see a, we get a little snippet of their history together and how they right. are, were a couple and moved in together and lived like you know that twenties lifestyle early relationship. It's very cute. Yeah. This is the movie I thought I was getting with those opening credits. Oh yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> I really <Yeah>. did. <laughs> they live in this like dingy little apartment and they're uh-huh. doing their best, but but already there's some tension between them because. Right. Tough guy is looking to have another couple yeah. be involved in their relationship, specifically Patty Lorraine. Right? I don't know that he's looking for Patty Lorraine or he just happened to find this southern preacher 
and this southern preacher's wife. And it's not like Isabella Rossellini is putting up a fight and is is like, I don't know. We're not doing. No, they're just in the car. It's just like, here we go. Let's go. Yeah. So they drive they go. to the south, question mark, I guess. Uh-huh. uh-huh. To, did you, do you know who this preacher is? Oh, yeah. Who is he? It's Penn from Penn and Teller. Is it? Yes. Oh, my very gosh. Young. It's a oh, yes. very young Yes, Penn. but I see it now. I yeah. do. Yeah. Um, he's the preacher, and he's got this Patty Lorraine wife. Young, young wife, Patty Lorraine. Mm-hmm. She really, you know, from humble beginnings, Patty Lorraine, I have to say. Good for sure. her. Sure, sure. And they, so they put, they, they are, they are in a, involved in church, but they also put yeah. in a classified ad to find another couple that would yes. be into swinging with their Christian ways. Yep. Cause it, and, and so that's why these two are there and they do, boy, do they swing. So, yeah. um, not in the same room. No, that would tough be too guy weird, gets Jamie. to have Patty Lorraine in his own. <laughs> and the whole time he has to listen to Isabella Rosalini, have a good time with Penn from Penn and Teller. Yep. <laughs> much more fun knowing Patty that. Lorraine has just got her boobies all slanging out there because you know she's Patty Lorraine it's, um, it's kind of a fun scene in the 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 sex scene doesn't seem too trashy it's kind of playful like they are kind of just like having fun and rolling around in the bed and uh, talking and stuff like that but what's tongues like tallywhackers is that something that the oh that's something says? That, that's <laughs> nope uh, oh yes yeah because they go to a sermon later and he's the so sermon now, yeah. is about Wait, perverts or something? After <laughs> they all have had their 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 sexy times together. Yeah. Now <laughs> it is kind of uh he's yeah, he's preaching and Isabella Ro- or not Isabella Rosalina, Patty Lorraine is singing at the piano. Yep, she um, plays the piano. And Isabella Rosalini and Tough Guy are uncomfortably part of the church um, yes. congregation. <laughs> As he Isabella is, Isabella like, Rosalini more visibly uncomfortable than Tough Guy, yes. who's kind of like playing footsies with uh, Lorraine a little bit and laughing. She's no. just sm- she's up on the stage singing. Well, no, no, I mean before she goes up on stage. Oh, right. The preacher right. calls her. Up yes, to yes, play yes, the yes, piano. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, and this is the craziest part of this movie is they kind of just say their goodbyes to this couple after church. Yes, and it's like, hey. Maybe, you know, maybe we'll see you again sometime. Uh, Patty Lorraine pulls him away and is like, hey, that was great. Give me a call, blah, 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 whatever. And then they drive away and have a fight. No, it's not give me a, a call, blah, blah, blah. She talks about being a stewardess someday and oh, making yeah. enough She's money. She's got big dreams. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so I had trouble hanging on every word. I know, this but movie. this was, I took notes about that. Okay. They, they do right. say their goodbyes and it's clear that tough guy's kind of got a little thing for Patty Lorraine. Again, you wonder, yeah, did he know Patty Lorraine from before and wanted this foursome or I don't this think so. Twosome or threesome? What's it called? It's a foursome, right? Because there's four of them, even though it's separate. it's a swinging, foursome, but they're not all swinging, together. It's they're more just of a swinging. They're swinging just swinging. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It may. I thought that he knew her from before and kind of chased her down. And because okay. when they're saying the goodbyes, she's like, you know. I really I did have a good time with you, but I'm I'm gonna be a, a stewardess, and I'm gonna find I, me a rich man, and I'm gonna right. find. I saw this more as her perhaps seeing this guy as her ticket out of this. The preacher life. or or a tough guy. Tough guy. Okay, maybe. But I don't know. 
But yeah, so on the drive back, Brian O'Neill and Isabella Rossellini get into an argument while driving a car. Because she's not happy. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you know, driving a car, it's a good time to have an argument with your spouse, but not like a physical battle. Well, it is you funny. So when she does, she's so mad at him and she just kind of freaks out and she starts just slapping him. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, I, you know, you, I hate you. Drive me crazy. My Barrett was watching it with me. He's like, and that is why you don't fuck with an Italian girl, because she'll just slap the shit out of you in the middle of driving the car and cause an accident. Because that's uh, was, essentially what she does. Did, did Barrett say that at the end of this movie? Did you see the end of this movie, too? <laughs> I was, I was, and I do not want to spoil the ending of this movie at this point. When Wings Hauser starts talking out of the side of his mouth at this, at the end of this movie, I was, I was, I called Barrett in from the other room. I was like, you got to come see this. You got to come see what they're doing now. I was, I was alone and tears were streaming down my face. I was laughing so hard. We're not there yet. I know. I know. I know. We we have to break her uterus first. Oh my god! Yes, because right? that's what happens here. There is a car accident. Yes, yes, and, that results um, in a broken uterus. Yes, <laughs> which I I shouldn't the, laugh at that, but it is so strange. No, it's the way that they they yeah they they're in a car accident and then he's okay, but she he's visiting her in the hospital and she's upset and she's like, well now I can't have babies. Yep. So whatever. I can't have babies. Did you see what he does to make her feel a little bit better about this? Mm -mm. He produces cocaine. Oh, that's right. (laughs) He brought coke into the hospital. Well, she asked for it. She needed to pick me up. You know, Mm -hmm. she's she's probably a little bit down in the dumps. And then, okay, so here's the thing that's crazy that I don't understand. We're in this flashback. (laughs) Within a flashback. So he's talking to his dad, flashing back. And now... He's thinking while Wingshauser talks to him about this flashback. Suddenly, he's in jail. Yep. Well, and then he's out of jail, sweeping a bar in Tampa. <laughs> I don't know why he was in jail. Why he's in Florida? Drugs. Suddenly. He got in trouble for drugs. So there is some oh, quick okay. comment. Again, you got to keep up with this movie and its dialogue right, because okay. it does kind of go fast, and they say <laughs> things like they give you big. So she says something when they when they. I don't appreciate being scolded for not keeping up with the dialogue. I'm sorry, you got to keep movie. up. You gotta to know what's really happening, and I don't really we're, see. That's why it's teamwork what we're doing here. No, no, of course. She when he gives her the coke in the hospital, yeah. she says something about. He says like, "I'm never going to get in trouble for this." Like, oh. he makes a comment about how like he's just a little too brazen with his coke, basically. Smash and so cut that's the jail. Okay. Smash cut jail. Mm. Like, want want. Don't ever say never. You know. All right. And then, I, yes. I have to say, the, the funniest part of this whole thing, because the bar the bar that he's sweeping up in kind of looks like the bar that he met the old couple in at yes. the beginning of this. Yes. But they decide to set dress this with pennants from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers oh, football team. To make us know we're in And I was Tampa. like, oh, I guess we're in Tampa now. And then, again dressed in her Sunday best, Lorraine comes out of Patty nowhere. Lorraine. Patty Lorraine is was waltzing down the street and comes on in. Yeah. Just to drop the news that she is divorcing. Um, Divorce. She's divorcing Wordly. Yes. And she's going to be rich. Now, mm-hmm. Jamie, you said she um, comes in just to drop this news. She walks in, looks at him and goes, what's up, asshole? 
that's how she reconnects with this man and breaks the news or, or the, the exciting news that she has married the, I'm going to say, richest man in the world. She did. And it, yeah. is now getting a divorce and she's going to make out like a you know, like a bandit from this. But she's got to do some rehearsing with her attorney first. Yes. And he's, he's there, there because for it. he's Tough guy also there. a driver in addition to his duties as a bar sweeper upper. Yep. Okay. All right. <laughs> Just making sure. Just making sure I'm keeping yep. pace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is a fun little, when she says that line um, about being a, a redneck, Three different yep, ways. Because yep. she, she talks about why yeah. she's divorcing worldly. Wa, wa, worldly? Wordly. 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 It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, he's a rich guy from Massachusetts. And she he thinks she's a... So, and the the lawyer's great. He directs her in three different yeah. ways to, to say this line. Um, what is this? Oh, yeah. This is when um, Worldly confesses that he does want her back because she gives great parties. Yeah. And have a good party without Patty and, Lorraine. And, and Jamie, we can, uh, I think we could probably beat up a lot of these performers about their acting in here. But here, oh, what but, I will say is hmm? Lorraine's acting within her acting is pretty good. In I the agree. That's scene. why I wanted to bring up that little, that little bit that she did. I didn't do it justice because I yeah. don't remember the line she said, but she had... Three beautiful ways that she did it. And I was like, well, look at this actress uh-huh. doing her best in this little part here. So here's what happens. So we're now out of these flashbacks. We're, we're out of like almost all the flashbacks. But he's still talking to his dad. And after his, his conversation with the cop, he calls Isabella Rossellini. Madeline. I guess he knows mm-hmm. the cop's home phone number or something. Again, I think they were friends, not friends, but acquaintances. And then he goes over. Like, he just drives over to visit her. Well, she hangs up on him. So he's like, well, fuck that noise. I'm coming over. So he goes to her house and... How about about this? How about this line, which is great, because we don't get a whole lot of, like, voiceover for some reason. But every now and then we do get a voiceover. She they're in the living room together and she like walks down the hall or something. Mm -hmm. And his voiceover is, I can't tell you how it felt to be alone in her house. And I was like, she's right over there. You're not alone (laughs) in the house, man. She's in the next room. And I love it. He's like, Hey, so, um, you know, congrats on those two kids. And she's like, you Dummy, I can't have children. You know that. Yeah, yeah. He's showing pictures of his nephews to people, passing them off as his own children. Amazing. He's just trying to get digs at this guy, let's uh-huh. be honest. He just yeah, didn't want him. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, but yeah, she... What? Oh, oh. oh, she does She does say that she makes... They make out five yes. times a night. <laughs> yes. We make I, out five times a night, my husband and I. Make out. We make they out. make out. We make out five times a night. I call him Mr. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. These are lines that were written for her to deliver in a serious manner in front of him. And she does. And then she hands him a letter and is like, yeah. I don't know, go on the beach and read this. Well, she says, once you read this, you, I don't, you can't read this in front of me. You must go away from me to read it. 
And so he goes. He goes on a beautiful walk on a beach, and he reads the note. This is the most famous scene about this movie, Jamie. Have you ever seen this scene before? No. Just like, just like as a meme, just like no. popping. Oh, this is so famous. I must have. I've never seen this movie before. I've seen this scene thirty-five. Where he times walks on the life. beach. Where he says, "Oh man, oh god, oh man, oh god," after he reads the letter. Oh, I didn't know. What? That that's famous? It's yeah. Oh, it's oh. so famous. Yeah. Huh. I'm so lame. Oh well. no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay because it's and and it probably wouldn't have stood out because it's famous because of how bad it is. Like how. Mm bad the dialogue is how he's showing no emotion and just saying the words oh man oh god oh man oh god kind of like that as music swells and the camera's like whirling around him but taken in the greater context of what this whole movie is i don't know why that's the craziest scene that people have held on to but basically the note says she wants she wants him to kill Her husband? Yes, because her husband is running around on her. With with, his wife. With, what's her name? Patty Lorraine. Lorraine. Patty Lorraine. Lorraine. Yes. And and I don't think she says kill them. Does she say kill them? I don't know. I thought she was just telling him that this was happening. No, but I think she does make a request at the. Okay, maybe she does. Maybe she does. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so confused. I. And and I have another question about some dialogue here. You've you've been throwing out a lot of dialogue and asking me who said it. Who says? Don't you believe that you and I are special Looney Tunes? <laughs> who says that? <laughs> and to who? I think she, I don't know, but I do remember that. <laughs> I wrote it down, and after I wrote that down, I wrote, "I'm lost." Does he say it to Patty Lorraine? Maybe no. No, I think it's between him and Isabella Rossellini, and I don't know who says it to the other, but I think I they know. they have the Looney Tune connection for sure, for so sure. Now, so now does he? So now he goes to a really crowded bar. Yeah. And uh, oh wait, this is this is when just, he gets the call from the car. The seance yes. guy calls him from a car phone. I know, I know who says this now, and okay. I, and of course you would forget this. It's just the random woman that's standing next to him at the bar. Oh, there's that's just a right. random lady yeah. who they appear to know each other, and she says, "Don't you believe that you and I are special Looney Tunes?" Yeah, yeah. That's what right. a weird, what a weird bit of dialogue to give a character who only who's delivers random. that line and nothing else. Who's so random? <laughs> but yeah, he gets a call. He gets a call from Lenny or Squiggy or one of those two guys from their car phone. While yeah, they're watching their, him. He sees them through the window. Uh-huh. And they're talking to him on the phone. Uh-huh. And they're like, you're being set up. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves the bar and the cop picks him up. And this is when they go back to the police station and he smokes weed. Okay. This is when he smokes weed and he says, uh, ah, Coke deal gone bad. Oh, what? Yeah. He's trying to get to the bottom of what went down. Well, what he knows happened. what went down. Yeah, there's so still Patty Lorraine's in couple. Santa Barbara. Yeah, he tells. Oh, oh my God! So, <sighs> tell what's this? Knows, wait, tell stories yeah. of the Polaroid creep. Click, click. <laughs> what is that? 
Incredible. So there's okay. So there. Why do you tell me the story? That's what he says. Why yes. do you tell me this story? Oh That's my God. not Sorry. how humans talk to each other. Okay. He tells Help us story. with this. He's those like, were those were the pivots of my yeah, in my notes no, for this section. I, I have. Can, I no, I can help you, but it's not going to make any sense. So he tells he tells him that Patty the Lorraine ran him. off. Yes, with Wordly again. Great, fine. Now we're now we're on the same page. They're in Santa Barbara. Yes. Then he just starts telling a story about a serial killer who would bring women back to his apartment oh, or his right. house, take pictures of them, then kill them, click, cut click. off their heads, click, take click. more pictures, click, click, then put the pictures together in a scrapbook, but he locked it, but his mother unlocked it, then she fainted. <laughs> but when she came That's to, right. she called That's the authorities. Right. That's right. <laughs> this wished. is a whole story that the cop tells tough guy, and tough guy's response is, why do you tell me this story? <laughs> And did you, do you know what the cop's response is? Please do Because tell. it turns me on. Does oh, that's it turn right. you on? <laughs> yes, I mean, if it turns him on. Oh to which tough God. guy goes, you didn't tell it well enough. Oh, my God. Do you what see does any of this mean? People, my people, my, my listeners, our yeah. listeners, do you uh, see no, no, what we mean by this movie is? It's it's bananas. It's, it's bonkers. Crazy. This is the this is an insane movie. Yeah. And now I was really happy at this point in the movie because suddenly we cut to him with his dog. He's with got his a new dog. dog. And I'm like, where where this dog? Comes? That's what I was like. Did I forget this? Was the dog ever around no, before? They've no. They've introduced a dog into this so that he has a fighting partner in a few minutes. <laughs> Because now he and but his they dog... introduce it like it's been his dog the whole time. Exactly, like they've been like it's he w- he walks yeah. this dog back to the weed stash to collect the head in the bag. Mm-hmm. And are there two heads in this bag or just yeah, I one? Think there's the two. Okay, yeah. so he throws the heads in the trunk of his car. Uh-huh. First of all, that's a bad idea. He and his dog start driving, and then they see. Wordly's car, yeah, fancy schmancy car. Mm-hmm. But Lenny and Squiggy get out of this, yep. And they have like a knife crowbar they're gonna, fight. They're coming at him. They're coming at him. Right. His dog takes one on. The dog. And he fights the other one. The, <laughs> the dog's just biting her until he gets knifed. You're right. The dog gets knifed. And then he goes over to the guy mm-hmm. standing or laying down next to his dog. And the guy says, can you please call somebody? I need medical attention. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he says, you're, he delivers lines like this. I put giant pauses in here. Your knife is in my dog. Mm -hmm. The guy goes, hey, man, I got nothing against your dog. Yeah. And then he smashes up their car with the crowbar. Yeah, then he goes to their car and, and smashes just, it. And then he just goes home and goes nappy. He's so tired. This is exhausting. All of this. And this is, this catches us up to present day because after his nap, he goes into the bathroom and then we hear the tea kettle. Now, when he goes for his nap, there's crazy waves happening outside of his oh house, too. God. Like His house is really too close to the, the ocean. ocean waves are just... And again, you're like, so is this all real? What's happening now? Are we going to find out? Is this revealing some kind of crazy fever dream that he's been having this whole time? Is that why the waves are so crazy outside? But no, we're just going to start us, like you said, back to where we were, where um, now it's the day where he, the tea kettle is on and his dad is there. And this is when he talks about deep six and... <laughs> 
<laughs> he, he's really stressed out. He takes his dad upstairs to the attic for mm-hmm. some reason to explain this to him. And Lawrence Tierney's like, uh, relax. I'll just take care of everything. So he has to get bodies out of the basement. He's got heads in the car. Mm-hmm. And now Lawrence Tierney goes out on the ocean and takes care of this stuff. And it's like you said, it's not like he's just dumping a big body overboard. It's like they put the bodies in pieces because he's dumping like a bunch of Throwing different so pieces. Much stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it's it's and then also I think while he's doing this, for some reason, Ryan O'Neill goes to the airport and a woman at the airport gives him all the information he could need about where Lorraine may or may oh, not yes. be. Oh yes. Well and he also finds out that uh the one lady, um, Jessica, the porn star, got a personal escort from the officer to her flight. That's like, right. She Sorry. got on yes. her flight okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she, yeah. The, this flight, this this airport worker answers <laughs> questions like a charm for him. This again, this airport worker, and I brought it before, is like. Chris Farley in Wayne's World. How <laughs> at the end he should have been like, boy, she really had a lot of good information yeah, yeah, for yeah. me. <laughs> She really does. I love it when she's like, and the chief of police was here, and he was like, you need to take really good care of this lady. And so we took her back, and she got on the plane, and we took really good care of her. <laughs> That's right. Like, that are was you allowed part of to that just message. give this That's information right. to anyone? Right. Oh, my God. Well, now, Isabella Rosalini calls with the hot message that her husband is wearing his green beret, <laughs> and <laughs> there's a and machete a missing. Machete. <laughs> and... Things are probably going to go from bad to worse. Um, yep, it's and awesome. now, wait, so now, now. But he doesn't go to save her. He goes, I'm going to do some investigating well, around the police station. And here's station. the weird thing. He gets, so did you notice the police, the chief's car says, Chief of Police 101 <laughs> patrol car. I sure did. Also, this entire scene is shot from above for some <laughs> reason, which is very the, strange. It's the, he's. Some he went back to the police station, I guess, and to do his own investigating. Found the police car with the door and the trunk open. Yes. Question mark, which allows for him to um, easily grab the machete, right, or in the yep. back seat. Yeah, he grabs the machete. Then he gets in his car, but while he was when that, while he was back turned. Wordly pulled in in his smashed up car. Yeah. Now he holds him at gunpoint and they're going for a ride in a Jeep. <laughs> and he's even, he goes, let's go to the beach. To which Ryan O'Neill's like, oh, but I hurt my leg. Do I have to do this? They walk for, would you say, seven to eight days? They're in a desert beach. at one point. You think they're walking on a beach and all of a sudden I was like, where are they now? Why are they in the it's desert? How long? Ever. Because you don't see any water anymore. You just see sand everywhere. Um, this is when, okay. And then all of a sudden they're having a fire on the beach and having. Yes. They walk all day. Mm -hmm. And I guess they decide to stop and make a fire. They build a fire, I guess. And then they're saying they're talking. They walk along a jetty for a long, long time, too. They walk out into a jetty where he's got the gun behind him or he's. It takes forever. Mm -hmm. Forever, and now we're watching this movie from like Wordley's mm-hmm, point of view because mm-hmm. he's like, I'm gonna tell you a little story. I'm gonna tell you a little story about what I did. Lenny and Squiggy, they're dead. They're dead. I'm gonna take you to where they are. And the whole while, like, he's kind of shooting, like, beside his yeah, head. Yeah. 
He shoots at his hand uh-huh. one time. And then he tells him what happened. At race point. To all of these people. Yeah. yeah we because once he had sex with that lady and her husband, these two then had a fight. And she shoots him and just puts him in the trunk of the car. But then these two were sent to to trap yes. him originally. They so these two actually met with, I guess, worldly and and uh, what's her name, Patty, Patty Lorraine. Lorraine, Patty when they were all uh, hanging out in Santa Barbara, and they decided to frame tough. Guy? Frame tough guy for what? What is going because on? Because he sells like, the drugs? If but if you're wordly and you're Patty Lorraine, what do you what did you send these two I here to know. do? I don't know, but they they because they even it I don't know. And so yeah, they they ended up having a fight, but I don't think it was even about well, maybe a little bit it was about the fact that she slept with a tough guy. But they also have a stash of money in the back of their car. Yes. Which, they have $2 million for some reason. Which they were supposed to be part of a... Were they supposed to buy drugs? Were they sent to buy drugs mm-hmm. from Tough Guy with the $2 Because they botched that. It's like they forgot that they yeah, were maybe, to Yeah, maybe that's what happened and then the fight... And they were just like, I don't know. I guess we're here to have sex with this guy. Oh yeah, the money right. and the drugs. That's the arrangement. But yeah, I, IDK, IDK. Yeah. So she shoots him though, and puts him in the trunk of the car, and then calls Wordly, who's hole up with um, Lorraine, mm-hmm. Patty mm-hmm. Lorraine, and then, but also Patty Lorraine is working with the police chief. Because she gives Wordly bad directions. Oh, right. And then she and the police chief go and pick up... Jessica, the, the, the porn star. The, yeah. the mother from Titanic. Right. Yes. So, yeah, they give him bum directions. And supposedly... So now they're all in cahoots. Again, it's like this tangled web. It's, it's wild. It is wild. It's wild. So now Patty Lorraine is not happy <clears throat> with Jessica the porn star because she messed up part of the deal. She couldn't just get the job done. And the officer is kind of mad about that too, right? The, and this, okay, so the end of this movie, folks, if we had a hard time holding on and, and trying to describe what's happening now, the the last half hour of this movie is just fast and furious. It, it's just things are happening and they're flying at you because – these three, Patty Lorraine, the porn star, and the chief of police, drive around in this police car. Don't really know where they're going. I don't know where she thinks they're going. And at some point, they're like, hey, why don't you give us that money? You have an envelope full of money. Patty Lorraine seems jealous of this woman, puts a gun in this woman's mm-hmm. mouth, and blows her brains her. out in the police yeah. car. Yeah. Patty Lorraine's becoming unhinged. Wait, I yeah. have some some lines here. You, maybe you can help me oh, out. Oh, with yeah, some of them. please. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'll try. Let's see. Patty Lorraine talks about whores. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no, let's go because this okay. is after they kill that woman. <laughs> they and have then to they bury cut her, her head off and they, they, put, they put her head in the bag mm-hmm. in the weed stash. And yes, this is. Okay, so go. So, Patty Lorraine, take okay, it. Okay, Patty Lorraine talks about whores. Make. Mary, when you sleep, buy yourself some whores? Who is she telling to buy whores? Oh, my God. Okay. Cross the bridge with me? Cross the bridge with me? 
I appreciate the effort, Jamie. Here okay. We go. Okay. okay. I got more, but give me those. Two whores. Two whores. Go. Yes. Two whores used to live in my That's house. it. She's talking about the sand. A hundred years right. ago, they floated the bed across the ocean. Right. Invite those whores into me and you. Wow. To which he says, would you shut up? Wow. Wow. And then she takes, and then she takes her shirt off in the woods and says, we're going to wax the floors with those whores. Wow. Wow. I remember all of I this now. I wow. can't believe wow. it. Wow. Do you see, guys? Do you see? What's cross the bridge with me? What's that? Cross the bridge with me? I'm sure she says as that. As part of, that like, oh, because they need yeah. to cross the bridge to get to the horse, the dead horse. Okay. <laughs> A billion sure, potatoes? Yes. A billion potatoes. Oh, my Someday God. I'll run for oh. president. What is this? Talk to me. So after they have sex... And they buried heads or whatever they're doing. They're driving back. And he's so excited to now have $2 million, but it's not enough. So the chief of police says, one potato a man eats. Oh, that's right. A thousand potatoes he sells, but a billion? He corners the market. To which which Lorraine goes, what market? (laughs) And I was like, "What what are we talking about right now? What is going on in this movie? And I think with and his now, potato analogy, well, he he deems himself able to run for president, which is yeah, he's going to run for president. Far behind. No, no, he could yeah. do that honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, so then we see Lenny and Squiggy meeting with Wordly, <laughs> and this is when they hoist a decapitated body out of a barrel. Oh yeah, which is which is and dripping and plastered. Yeah, for their art installation that these two are, are coming up with. Oh my god. And Wordley's so excited because he's like, I don't know, I don't know why I'm meeting with you, fucking unspeakable sleezers. Awesome. He calls them unspeakable, unspeakable sleezers. I am out of my mind and I feel so alive. <laughs> Again, this is all being told to tough yes, guy by, by Wordly. Mm-hmm. All of this by Things the fire and the beach. There yep. for. Mm-hmm. Like, like everything that's happening with. The, the, with Lorraine and the cop having sex in the woods is being told to mm-hmm. tough guy from mm-hmm. Wordly, even though he wasn't mm-hmm. there. Okay. It's so crazy. So then, oh my God. So Wordly then goes to Patty Lorraine. They go back to their, I don't know, he meets her at their house or hotel or whatever it is. And they're having a conversation about how she wants $10 million from him. Yes, $10 And million. she wants the cocaine. Mm-hmm. And he says to her, get this line ready. I may be a physical coward, but I will assert that I have death guts. <laughs> <laughs> and then he shoots her. Right in the boob. He shoots her right, right in the boob. In the, yes. And she goes down. Yep. That's mm-hmm. it. That's a that's a wrap on Patty Lorraine, everybody. That's a wrap on Patty Lorraine. Gosh, gosh. <laughs> oh, then he then yeah. he asks Lenny and Squiggy to bury her, and they decide to cut her head off. Oh, that's right, that's right. Oh my gosh. Why is everybody cutting each other's We're heads? We're decapitating. Off in this it's movie? just the way we need to go. Headless. It's, why, it's part of it. Oh, then we're back to them talking around the campfire. Yep. Again, remember. This is how. This all yep, in flashback. Yep, this was all story retold, right. And then Wordly asks Tough Guy if he likes him. Mm-hmm. Tough Guy says, yes, I do. And Wordly shoots himself uh-huh. in the heart. Mm-hmm. And Wordly just takes his own life. And Ryan O'Neill goes back to his house where 
the chief of police is just laughing with his dad. They're just sitting around yeah. the table having a great yeah. time. And and also Isabella Rossellini's mm-hmm. there. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And oh, all right, are you ready? Are you ready for these lines oh, is this here? This the enforcer and the maniac. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. This is the two balls. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> because the chief police says life gives a man two balls. Not a day goes by that I don't bang two women. In fact, I don't sleep too well if I don't get that second hump oh. in. What? Is, what? <laughs> exactly. What? Yes, exactly. He, this is, he also, so the cop also says to, I think it's, does he say it to the dad or does he say where he says? He's saying it to, he's saying it to well, everyone. He, he talks about <laughs> who will how he doesn't like tough guy because tough guy is not good for Madeline because he got, she, he got Madeline into orgies and cracked her womb. <laughs> <laughs> he puts it so right? delicately. She cracked her womb. <laughs> He just drove a spike right in there. And what's the, what's the enforcer and the maniac line? Can you do that one? I don't know. I don't know because he does refer to himself as an enforcer. And, and then he maniac. says, you haven't met the maniac so again, yet. <laughs> I kind of love that. I, but I also like, like That's a line how, you should give to your kids. Listen, oh, I'm both the enforcer and the maniac. And my sweet children, my kids, you have not yet met Maniac. I Dad. hope my kids will will respond to that the way that Tough Guy does, where he goes, "Which one are we talking yeah. to right now?" <laughs> and this, okay, so <laughs> this felt so much oh. like Norman Mailer was writing this and was like, "Well, I don't. How do I possibly end this movie?" Oh, <laughs> what is this like? How does any of this happen? Like, I'm not saying you can't just, I assume most strokes just happen. No. You know, like, they, it just, just happens. But stress. Like, <laughs> stress. Lots of alcohol. There's a lot. But again, he is told that Patty, the thing that throws him over the edge is that Patty Lorraine is dead. Yes. He is told that Patty Lorraine is dead. To which Wings Hauser puts on an acting clinic where I assume that someone said, okay, listen, there's a lot of books you can look up as far as what happens when you have a stroke. And he went, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I got it. I, I, I think I can figure this out. It's a fit unlike anything I've ever seen on screen before. <laughs> First, he hits his head into the door a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. But that's not because he's having a stroke. He just does that for fun. Because the maniac in him is coming out, right? Right, exactly. And then he kind of falls to the floor, twitching and grunting. Mm-hmm. And then the next time we see him, so they never, so he never left the house. They just took him upstairs <laughs> and put him in a bed, right? Is that what we're to believe happened? I mean, he had a stroke. His his. He has use of half of his face. Mm-hmm. He's upstairs in a yep. bedroom talking to Isabella Rossellini. And again, they probably could have given him some numbing agent or something like that. But he's like, no, 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 I got it. I can talk with half my mouth. I can make this look convincing. And he does no. not. He does not make it's it look foolish convincing. foolish looking, actually. But he talks out of the shire's mouth. Like he's it's had one of the stroke. funniest things I've ever 
ever and seen. it's very Mary Joe Buttafuoco. Um. <laughs> so he's talking to Isabella Rossellini, <laughs> and and tough guy and his dad are just standing out in the hallway, basically talking about I don't know which one of us is going to kill this yeah. guy. Yeah, how she, how yeah, how because he's got to go down, right? Yeah. Yeah, and what's the moral of the story, Jamie? Don't ever call an Italian small Don't potatoes. ever. You see what happens when you do? The graduation song when he is dumping Whoa, the bodies. <laughs> All right, so, so they hear a gunshot. Yeah. Isabella Rossellini shoots this guy. They have another body to mm-hmm. dump in the ocean. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that's the end of this. I can't believe there's no one showing up being like, hey, um... We just have to ask you some questions about your husband. And also, we've seen you at the police station an awful lot. But no, no no questions asked. Happy ending. Dispose of Mm -hmm. the body. And then as you said, and I couldn't, in a movie where I never knew what was coming next, if you said to me, guess the song. Guess the song they're going to play at the end of this. The graduation like that pomp march. and circumstance. There's, is that what it's called? Dun, yep. There is no na, way. Na, na, na. Like yep. you've made it to the end of this movie. Good <laughs> job. It's like you no get way. your tough guy diploma. Songs. I could just say songs for four years straight, and that would not Mm-mm. be one that would Mm-mm. come out. Why? Why is it playing? Again, I think that if you watch this movie and you... you They're congratulating us? Maybe... For graduating from watching because we've the movie? graduated no into the next like plane of existence. The we've gotten rid of these bad guys, <laughs> and now we have, um, we have we uh, have. Uh, 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 by the way, the cop's name was Regency. What's his name? That was his. Are you no, kidding I me? I had it written down at the very end, and I never. I don't think they ever say tough guy's name i don't think they do what Maybe an, they do what Tim. an awesomely stupid Regency. name to never say yeah. in this movie no that's not that when we're when we're throwing around patty lorraine every two and a half minutes in this movie nobody says Regency. that's the cop's name that's not the what's his name's name oh i don't know what's his name's t- name i think it's tim no, that's whatever, what tough a, guys tough tim i think that's what it's oh. tim madden all right that's why That's we don't say it. That's a terrible That's why we don't say it. Yeah. Okay. All right. No. Yeah. And Alvin Regency is what they have awesome. wings as, but they call him Regency. Alvin Regency, I think. Or maybe they do just call him Alvin. Um, is is Regency like a fancy name for chief? Of maybe. Police? Maybe. Maybe. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's something I just don't know. Oh my god. So this graduation march is played, as you said, mm-hmm. over the dumping of a mm-hmm. body, and then Tough Guy and Isabella Rossellini walking up to their brand new home that she's purchased without mm-hmm. telling him. Mm-hmm. And it's a mansion. They go in this mansion. Mm-hmm. He walks around for a minute, walks back toward the camera, closes the door, and then we, <laughs> and the movie ends with a replay of the porn star's laughter when he told that doctor's <laughs> joke. Yes, that's right. It's so like a creepy insane. ending where you're like, wait a minute, what, what is, what's really happening inside that house now? What's really happening I- in this movie 
what's really ha- what what I, yeah what I I I don't even know what to say about it because I wouldn't I wouldn't say that this is a good mm-hmm. movie. That's nobody should say mm-hmm. that. No, nobody. You can enjoy it for how insane it is, but it's not good. But also, I'm not going to say it's terrible either because there's enough in here where I'm like, it kept my interest. There are movies we watch where I am 20 minutes in and I'm like, well, I'm not really interested in what's going on sure. anymore. This movie kept my interest so much more than most of the hour 45 minute movies. Because we you never knew I mean, what good? was no. going to be said next, what was going to happen yeah. next. I do think for this movie to to be... Because like we said, I in the beginning and throughout, I feel like this is one of those movies that maybe if you watch it more, maybe you have uh-huh. to do copious amounts of coke when you do. I don't know. but I don't see all that. I don't think it would, okay. actually. But maybe there's some kind of like, like you, f- you feel like, oh, the more you watch it, you'll uncover like, oh, yeah, now I see why, you know what this conversation I mean, was about and why, why that happened like that. But I also feel like in watching it, even though I agree with you that there was always something going on or being said that I was like, what's going to happen next? There was probably an extra 20 minutes, if not more of this movie that could have easily been slimmed down and cut out. I don't know somewhere they lie. We know because there's so many random little things that happen (laughs) that could have made this movie like you would say, this is a good movie. It's so fucked up that it's good. But yeah. There's they put too much fat around it that you're just like this movie is just it's bonkers. It's just bananas. Yes. I don't know yeah. that it's good. It's not good. But that's the thing, <laughs> but if you try But my, if you trim it, like, maybe it's still crazy, but But if you tr- see but I think if you trim mm. it, it's it's not going to be entertaining. It might make sense, but I think it would just be like a pretty uninteresting oh. movie then. <laughs> It's all the stuff they should have cut out that they left that in that keeps makes you entertained. This worth I watching. could see that. I could yes. see that. It was it was a bonkers bonkers know. movie. Yeah, and it was not. Yeah. I don't know what I was expecting. I don't know why, but I I think I kind of was expecting like a a mob guy movie um, about mob guys that. I could see and that. Then yeah. In the beginning, I was like, oh great, with father son, and he's got a problem, and this guy's going to help him out, and it's going to be this like, what's that like? Albert Brooks kind of ending where they were going to have like a father son reunion. Cat Stevens was going to play in the end and it was going to be funny and heartwarming. And this was fucked up and kind of crazy. And (laughs) I'm not sure what to think at the end. And um, there's a lot that happened that I'm still trying to uh, like, what? But this this is, this is not one that I'm going to forget anytime soon. For the sake of our lineup, we are on a rollsies here. This is on this a roll. Is, I this yeah. is feeling like this good. Was, this is yeah. perfect for this I show. I agree. Uh, oh, man. Are you sweating? Yeah. I, yeah. I have a um, I'll go with yeah, my recommendation do. because I forgot Wings Hauser was in this movie. There's a movie from 2010. Uh, it's called Rubber. The way this movie was described to me is it's a movie about a tire, just a tire, like a car yeah. tire. That kills people. Oh. It's just a tire that rolls around and kills people. Okay. And I was like, all right, whatever. And it took me a long time to watch it because I'm like, I don't know. It sounds dumb. Um, but it's a weirder movie than that. Like people are invited out to the desert to see a movie. But then they're just given binoculars to watch people acting out a movie in the distance. Huh. 
and the movie's about people and a tire comes and kills them. And it's a really weird movie. Wings Hauser's in it. I would say check it Ken? out. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it without giving it's away. Kind of interesting. Like I like that. the perspective yeah. and being shifted around it's weird. like that. Um I I'm what gonna actually recommend a comedy special that I recently saw, a little stand up okay. comedy All special. Right. The gal's name is Jacqueline Novak, and um, the her her delivery the the her stand-up special is called "Get on Your Knees," <laughs> and it's essentially okay. like a huge, almost like essay monologue. The way she presents it, it's stand-up about like giving her first blowjob. <laughs> so that's why it's a little bit crass, okay. like this movie is, but. But the way she must have, I think she was like, an, or is an English, was an English major in school. The way she like, the way her jokes are, the way her performance is everything. Like, like this movie, how you have to keep up with the dialogue. Uh-huh. And it just feels like this. It's like, it's like, you, you know, the golf in down in Florida is the easy side of the, the, you know, Florida where you can sit in the waters and it's like crystal clear and the water's smooth and easy and you can kind of mm-hmm. catch all the jokes and get all the waves because there's not really any. But the Atlantic side is where the waves are crazy. And you're like, you can't keep up, but, but it's really kind of great. And like surfers like to go there. This is her. It, it's it's a whole different level, not, okay. not level of comedy, yeah. but it, it's something. It's something. Her Her whole way she delivers her comedy so it's really well done um i think it was directed by her comedy special was directed by that natasha leggero leggero am i saying her name right that's her name i right? don't know the redhead with the bangs i love oh, her oh but I don't uh, say yeah her, from uh, her last yeah name. from from those movies <laughs> and tv shows yeah yes. and she's got her own I show hope. that russian doll yes. show yeah um natasha leone Leon, okay. that's it. That's why was I calling her? I don't Gino? know. And then I was afraid to say Leon because I'm like, have I been saying it no, wrong the whole time? No, you're right. <laughs> Leon, okay. yeah. I was just wanting to put a G there. Sorry there. It's it's late for us. We it is. This, this is a real daytime. weird one. It's nighttime one. now. Yeah. So I'm meshing up names. But anyway, she directed the, the comedy special. And I, I do recommend it. I think it's really well done. She's a funny, funny lady, this, this Jacqueline Novak. And... Um, yeah, it just reminded me of this movie, not just because it, she's. It's a little bit filthy, and the jokes are just like they're all embedded in there. It's really clever, really oh, cleverly done. Bad. So I don't know that this movie I'd call cle- well. Maybe at times it could be a little. Cleverish. I wouldn't have thought of it. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's, two, that's that. Two amazing recommendations. Um, yes. So. Jamie, I, I know what we're doing for our next two movies, and I was going to say that we could call March Do I? like a monster theme month for March. Okay, but okay. But this episode came out on March 1st. I think we could say that okay. some people in this movie were monsters. Totally. <laughs> okay, Patty Lorraine's her own Patty kind Lorraine's. of monster, right? The Patty Lorraine so, monster. And I don't want to uh, ruin our second movie, of course, but I know you and I a while ago talked about, like, wouldn't it be fun for one of our Octobers to do like scary movies that were kind of for kids or scary movies that were comedies. And we're going to kind of do that. We're going to do two in a row here. Uh, But coming up next, a movie called Saturday the 14th from 1981. It's not really a spoof on Friday the 13th, which is weird. It's more of a spoof on old timey, like the classic monsters, like Dracula and stuff Mm. like that. Uh, It's about Mm -hmm. a family 
who inherits a house, but I think there's like a magical book in there, so monsters want to drive them out of the house. Um, okay. Yeah, it's silly. I remember seeing it on we're gonna HBO. We're going to get with we're gonna, it. We're going to get with it. And right. so that will be in two weeks. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Find us on all the socials and, and everything like that. Um, boy, I don't, I don't know what else to say. I'm just... I Really, what else is there to I, say after what we've just experienced yeah. and what we've put our listeners I'm through? Just, Tough guys don't dance, don't. guys. They okay? don't. I, I was Tough wondering guys if they don't do... dance. This movie told me they don't. No, there was actually no, not a bit of dancing. I don't think that happened in this movie, no. so... They don't. They, 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 yeah, they party with Patty Lorraine, but they don't dance. All right. Anyway, uh, (laughs) we will talk to you again in two weeks, everybody. Until then, have a great two weeks. Goodbye. That's how you count them down in Espanolo. <laughs> For our I mean, listeners who you know, were not, you know, they don't hear anything before we hit record. Jamie decided to count down <laughs> in Spanish and then immediately regretted that decision. <laughs> Just froze. <laughs> to the point where I thought you froze on Skype. I was like, oh, great. We haven't even started yet. And she's stuck. No, no. I was just trying to think, do I go from one or to five? How do I normally do it? Yeah, I just I don't, I couldn't. I don't understand the Spanish. Like, like it's this movie has nothing to do with. No, Mexico it doesn't. Or nope. is it because none of these people seem like English is their first language? <laughs> it's because it was something different. This movie is uh, something different. This Agreed. This this track record we have going for 2024 so far it's with these movie picks. Amazing. First of all, before before I give away my thoughts on this movie, I don't want to spoil anything, but I am I am on the edge of my seat for what this entire year has in store based on I mean just these first few, right? The, like back to back. I just I feel like I just got over experiencing breaking. No, right? not breaking. Sorry, rapping. No, rapping. And then this Akin thing to breaking, comes yeah. in and just punches me in the face and the stomach, possibly gives me a rim job. I'm not oh, sure. Definitely, definitely <laughs> sticks its thumb up your butt. Definitely. When, this... when that guy says, did she give you a rim job? And then... Eventually, he's like, yeah, that happened. I went, I, how come sometimes conversations start and go nowhere, and other times 
there's interaction that almost makes sense. The dialogue and some of the one-liners, this is, I don't, listen, you listen to wow. these or you watch these movies with the closed captions, right? With the, yeah. I was going to say with the lyrics, because they're almost something I... rapping in all the songs. Um, but this was a, one of those movies where I wish that I had okay. my closed, my, my, my closed caption on because, because I feel like there was, like, I would be like, wait, did they just say that? Wait, was that, what did that guy just... And I didn't, um, I didn't pause enough or go back ever. I just, cause you, you kind of wanted to keep yeah. up like what, I, I think what the hell is happening? Number, what the hell is happening? No, what are these people's names? What I would, oh, <laughs> please don't ask me their names. <laughs> don't, don't ask me. Oh, I'm for, pulling it up so all, that I know. You, you had I to I don't walk us no, through. Oh, you do. Do I have to walk us you through? You do. Oh my. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I <laughs> was, as I right. wrote notes, I was like, well, thank God Jamie's walking me through this. And then, this and as no. I went, I'm like, I don't, I don't think anyone should be saddled no. with that task. Because what's happening? What is happening? I, okay. Who are these? Before we start to talk okay. about this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one thing here. And I know I've said it before on this podcast, but... And Jamie, I know I'll say it again, but can you make a mental note that if I ever say this again, can you please remind me of this movie? Because okay. all every single sentence in my notes ends in a question mark. I have, I have nothing. <laughs> I, I was I was confused by what was happening. I was confused by motivations of characters. Most of the time, I just didn't know why the scene I just experienced has is in this movie why and how it goes to the next and um, you have to do that one guys whose accent oh. is your total southern charm uh, are you talking about mr his name? mr what's his name wardley w- was w- it wardley w- word, no wordley wordley or wordley, wordley. Oh, why does everyone call that one character by her first and last name for the entire movie <laughs> Patty Lorraine, because it's a great name. She's the only name I remember. Pat, well, and Madeline, because the tattoo. The but she was Isabella. Time, was I was like, Patty, Patty Lorraine. Patty Lorraine. I was like, well, can't you just Patty refer Lorraine. to her as your wife or something? No way. Okay. No. Well, and what is his name? Do you? What is his Do, name? Don't know. Don't know. His name is Ryan O'Neill, and yes, Ryan but- O'Neill and the the police chief Wings Hauser. First of all, these two guys look like they were. One was snatched from a the hospital. They're separated at birth, and you cannot yeah. have these two as your main leads or, no, or it's just antagonists or whatever's well, going and on. Because especially the, the it's it's also oh what a tangled web we weave. <laughs> like wait, so why and then why did. I still don't understand. So it's Wardley that yeah. did all the killings uh, and the beheadings because of why? Hey, because what a great question! What a what an amazing <laughs> question is why any of this? Also, seance question mark? Oh, what <laughs> happened at the seance? I was like, I can't wait to find out what this means. It means nothing. Patty Lorraine is just an eclectic witchy. When- Woman, when Patty Lorraine is like, I'm gonna fuck two (laughs) ghosts tonight or something, I was like, I don't know what movie I'm watching now, but I'm kind of enjoying it more than this other one. 
well, it's it's so overlapping. It's wow. so overlapping. The first, the only thing you can tell, the only <clears throat> difference between Ryan O'Neill and Wingshauser are Wingshauser's teeth look like they're trying to escape from his mouth <laughs> at all times. He does have kind of a prominent grin, and he's a little well. It's because he's dressed to like an officer, right? He's a little boxier. Yeah, they um, both have like what's his name is so yeah. sad because he's. <laughs> And he and I like even the blue cir- or the circle the blue circles, but he's got circles under yeah. his eyes. Uh-huh. The shaving cream countdown on the like oh my what, God. what is the that? shaving cream countdown where he he never erases all of the one letter he just adds to it. That eight at the end looks like when a child is learning how to draw an eight and they haven't <laughs> figured out that the top is supposed to be a circle and not yeah, a straight yeah. line. I mean, he's just he's just trying to get through the days without Patty Lorraine. It's, it, this <sighs> every decision made by every person involved is wrong, and I've never seen that in a movie. Like I've seen where somebody knows what they're doing, or somebody has some idea of what's happening. I don't think anybody knows who their character is, what this story's about, and how one thing connects to the other. I think because at any time it's something different. Um, it's so layered. I wish I had the time in my life to just watch movies like this, just in like just to get to the bottom of Me it. Too. Like because oh, I feel like this is one that you need a couple of times to watch to get yeah. to really figure out. One one other thing um, that I've said before on this show, and I'm gonna say it again. Now, actually, this stuff is cut out and put at the end of the episode so whatever this but is how we do it it's all editing magic all right you know yeah. what i'll say it again when we start but listeners let's please like pause this episode right now please watch this movie like please like do yourself a favor you might not make it through but just to try and experience it i think is worth it I, I I I really I think you should be warned though oh, you should that be there warned. is a lot like don't go into it casually definitely don't I mean, there's nudity and sexual content, so don't have your kids nearby. It's not a that we, that's what you're warning people. About? I thought you were warning people about how this might break their brain, just like well, that too, <laughs> that too, though. Like that, what is? And then there's moments where you're like, well, this is a deep movie, and then you're like, nope, oh, it's just okay. sloppy, sloppy, filthy comedy. Nope, this is actually trying to say something about. Yeah, I, I don't know. yeah, it's, I believe the writer slash director is trying to say something. Sure, but I I don't know what it is. I have no idea. I, That's why I, I think it's like one of those like um, yeah, like an encoded yeah. like you got to just keep on. All right, okay, okay. Let's just All start. Right. Let's just start. Let's try to figure it out. It's it. it's I'm really it really is like a like a pickling. Like a pickling. It's like a pickled onion. You know, you have to put it in a jar and let it settle, and it gets even better. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Then how you have that to does peel this. that pickled onion to try and make sense of it. You're peeling the layers. The layered it's, onion. It doesn't smell good. No smell determined. is foul, but it's really good on a sandwich, though. Okay. A pickled onion. I've discovered. You know what? It's really good on avocado toast. Okay. I'll just say it. Yeah, and I think this movie would support that. Yeah, this movie wants to be on avocado toast, but also just wants to hang out sloppy on a sausage hoagie. You know what I mean? It wants both. (laughs) Yep, I agree. I I agree a hundred percent with that analysis of this film. (laughs) 
Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies.